Hi, everyone. This is Father Jim Churn, and you're listening to the Pope Benedict XVI School of Prayer podcast, where we're basically recounting the late Holy Father's catechesis that he offered starting in 2011 on the life of prayer. Um, I just want to begin by thanking you for your your participation, your interest in this. Uh, it's been exciting seeing people join our Facebook group and and hearing people's reactions to that first uh, Wednesday audience that was given just over 13 years ago. Um, and I know for myself, just l- finishing the catechism in a year, a-, a week or two ago, and going through that whole last section on prayer definitely got me more in- inspired and excited about this topic. Um, you know, I think it's something that we, we kind of just take it for granted as something that Catholic Christians do. Um, it's just part of our our thing. You know, uh, you're taught, if you're born and raised Catholic, you were taught prayers growing up. You were taught the rosary. You were brought to mass, dragged to mass. Uh, you went to CCD or maybe you went to Catholic school. So you've been surrounded by prayer. And we've kind of gone, hopefully, as, as we've gotten older, we've learned m- the depth of it, what it means and why we do these things. And like that, it's not just a matter of words that we're reciting to appease God. Uh, We're not trying to cajole him out of, uh, to get things that we want. You know, it's always about this relationship that we desire and that we desire to to know him, to know our identity, which is found in him. So I think that that whole concept, because we have that, learning and that growth in learning about prayer, we kind of imagine that it's something that starts with us. Just listening, though, how the Holy Father recounted from all these various ancient cultures, some that had these really pagan understandings where their their concept of a deity or divinity was these really mythical stories um, of battles and like where maybe humanity was created as playthings to entertain the gods or uh, as slaves to do things for the gods. You know, the whole concept of a good, loving God who cares about humanity was one of the main things that differentiated the people of Israel from every other culture of 4,000 years ago that there was one God that he created out of love for love and that he desired this relationship with humanity was something that was so foreign to all the other ancient cultures. And as we're still in the Christmas season here, at least as I'm recording this, uh, we're still rejoicing in the fact that in Jesus Christ, the people of Israel are now finding that fulfillment where they're to be that light of God to all the nations, that everyone in all humanity would come to know God and who he truly is. That's what made this particular catechesis so remarkable to me and a little bit mind-blowing, to be honest, where these various ancient cultures have these examples of prayer that if it wasn't for the citations listed, might seem like a prayer we were used to using ourselves or even something that might have come from the Psalms or, or some other scripture. 
you know, this one from the uh, ancient Mesopotamia. O God, who are indulgent even in the greatest sin, absolve me from my sin. Look, O Lord, at your tired servant and blow your breeze upon him. Forgive him without delay. You know, just listening to those words, it could sound like something that you might hear uh, leaving the sacrament of reconciliation, like when the priest gives you those uh, prayers after the absolution. Or even to hear the great philosopher from Greece of Socrates, where he says, grant to me that I may be made beautiful in my soul within. There's this desire that you hear from Socrates for something transcendent there. This connection to something bigger than himself, but he doesn't know who or what that is, which is what brought that, that truism that, many spiritual authors and writers have often referred to, and I think it was Blaise Pascal, who was this great uh, French intellectual. I think he was a mathematician. He was a physicist. He was an inventor, philosopher, and he was also a Catholic um, in the late 1600s. I think he was the one that first said that there's a God-shaped hole in the human heart that only God can fill. That's the thing that kept coming to mind going and hearing these different citations of all these ancient cultures offering these prayers to the God that they didn't know, but somehow deep within they did. So the fact of the matter is this desire, this need to pray isn't just something faithful or something for the faithful. It's something very human, which is why I really was struck by this quote towards the end of his first catechesis where the Holy Father said, always express in every prayer and fact is the truth of the human creature who on the one hand experiences weakness and impoverishment, who therefore addresses his supplication to heaven and on the other is endowed with an extraordinary dignity so that in preparing to receive the divine revelation, finds himself able to enter into communion with God. That's what I found so amazing about this first catechesis was the way the Holy Father was able to highlight that human aspect of prayer, that even people who were in the Judeo-Christian tradition who were never even exposed to it, are able to demonstrate by these different examples that he cited that human desire to be in contact with the one true living God, which is just so beautiful and so awesome in, in so many different ways. Um, anyway, um, those were just some, some thoughts that I are trying to piece together here as a been reading and reflecting on on these passages and uh, these pages of uh, this first catechesis. I look forward to hearing and reading some of your responses and reactions. I invite you to go and do that over in our Facebook group. Uh, I think I'm going to try to add whatever comes to my mind at the end of the one episode, so there won't be maybe two episodes per week. Uh, 
all of this is still new to me. So I appreciate your patience. I, I hope I <laughs> sound more articulate than I think it sounds right now in my own mind. Or I'm probably not going to even re-listen to this because if I start doing that, I'll be editing myself over and over again. And I don't want to start doing that because this would then take a lot more time than I think I can give to this. But <laughs> at any rate, thank you so much for, for joining me on this. Uh, I really appreciate all your support and encouragement and just this desire for us all to go deeper in our faith and and really to realize and and unpack the treasure that the holy father pope benedict the 16th is and was for the church but continues to be as well as as his his writings and his legacy lives on so thank you so much. Uh, God bless you. And you can look for the next episode where I'll go through the next catechesis this coming Wednesday night. Thanks so much. God bless.